All right, guys, very special episode of Stacking Pennies today. We're joined by a good buddy of mine, Travis Pastrana, as well as Connor Daly, my favorite IndyCar driver, is joining us for the Daytona 500. These are two conversations you are not going to want to miss out on. Tune right here. This is Stacking Pennies. All right, guys, very special edition of Stacking Pennies on location with a very special guest who needs no introduction, but my man is making his inaugural Daytona 500. You've seen him do double backflips. You've seen him jump out of airplanes with no parachutes. You've seen him jump out of hotels. What hasn't he jumped off of or jumped into? Foam pits. Travis Pastrana joining us right here on Stacking Pennies. Thanks for having me, guys. Appreciate y'all. Dude, I'm so pumped up you're here. Um, I, I, I just... We were sitting here watching you and, and Connor Daly and your and your group of buddies like take pictures with like the big backdrop of Daytona in the background. Like and Ryan says, Look how much fun these guys are having. We're really doing it, Harry. <laughs> Let's go. It's now, refreshing to see. Yeah. Dude, well, what's interesting is by the time you get good enough to do what you love, for the most part you, you don't truly love what you do. And I've been able to kind of bounce and always have my passion on the line and to come up here i always want to be do the daytona 500 i want to be a part of the great american race i mean you know my family was more they're all motorheads but more motocross and that kind of style because that's what you know that's what they were into that's what they could afford really is uh is motorcycles and right. having the chance to come out here of an event that all of my friends family uh we would watch it was a holiday every year the daytona 500 is something we go to our buddy Dale Gertz's house, and it started out with like a hundred people, as far as when I can remember it. Now there's like almost a thousand people. He's got what used to be a little dirt track, and now it's uh, paved oval and go karts. And like, where's this, dude? dude? dude the, seriously, right? Going on this weekend, and for the 500, there's going to be a thousand people. He had it catered for a couple of years; it would cost too much. So now he's, you know, you got a BYOB, but it, it's a good time, dude. I want to invite to that next year. Yeah, whenever you're not here, man. Okay, I'm well, jealous. hopefully I'm here for another decade or so. Yeah, but man, what's What's your initial just – I mean, you've been here running Xfinity races and stuff like that, but this is – the Daytona 500 weekend is just different. So what is it uh, that you didn't, didn't expect necessarily? Um, you know, i just been really fortunate. I mean, guys like you and, and so many people with experience, every one of the drivers has reached out. They've all gone out of their way to help. Um, you know, yesterday I made a mistake. Uh, I didn't think there was any room in between me and the inside car, maybe a, a half of a truck. And Chase Elliott was there, and they were like three wide top. And I'm like, there's no possible. So I kind of came down a little bit, and all three of us on the bottom was like like touching the bottom, touching me. Touch and I was like, there's a whole lane on the top. I'm like, how is this even possible? So Chase came to me after. He goes, hey, did you know I was there? I said, I just didn't think. He goes, look, no one's going to follow you. No offense. So the second you leave any kind of a car length, like, yeah, it's going to be filled. It's going to be filled. And that was just cool. Like, everyone is there. Help me, Kurt Busch has been amazing like he found out i was doing this and i was there like at the shop just doing pit practice and he comes out he drives an hour just to come out and, and shoot this really yeah you know it's, it's i love all of the guys here and the girls and everybody that's that's involved and just the passion for racing it's you know hell i flew in from uh not to keep talking but um no it's man that's why i had you on i, uh, I, I want to hear you guys. talk yeah. i want to hear you talk <laughs> no but like i i flew in i had two snow races back-to-back -back weekends coming in Sweden and then Canada. And, you know, I'm on, literally on the floor uh, in Quebec making the, the red-eye flight. I'm watching, um, you know, all the guys race uh, the Clash. Yeah. And I flew in, and three of the guys racing the Clash on Monday at 10 a.m. are all racing Volusia. 
on dirt track. And it's it's so cool to see that everyone here just in the NASCAR community loves racing. You got yourself a gator out there, Belusha, too, I by the way. I got a gator. Yeah. Yeah, Kraft, Kraft gave me a lot of crap. I gave a dollar to him every other night. But one night, I won a gator, and he still hasn't got one. So, oh, sorry, Kraft. Let's freaking go. <laughs> now, I mean, you filled your schedule. It wasn't like you came down to Daytona just to, like, see the sights all week and then race one race. Dirt Modifieds, Truck Series race, Daytona. What – is it just to get back in like the rear? You said you're not good at fr- uh, what'd you say? Uh, rear wheel, wheel drive, drive or pavement? <laughs> yeah, rear wheel drive or pavement. So you're, you're or we're we doing tr- both this week. Were you trying to get like the juices kind of back flowing a little bit to get the, to get ready? You know, to be honest, it's uh, it's just with the Black Rival Coffee guys. They said, hey, look, we, we really want to do stuff that's that's more community based, it's more veteran based. We want to do stuff that's grassroots. Uh, what do you want to do this year? I said Daytona 500. Let's go. What, what, they, well, they, they were like, that has nothing to do with anything we just said. I'm like, no, dude, you got uh, you got speed weeks. You know, we'll go out there. We'll be a part of it. We'll support Matt Crafton. We'll go with, uh, I mean, you got Al Geyer, and there's so many of the, the guys. I mean, Arpin. Yeah. And uh, Crafton's like, well, you'd be a sissy if you didn't bet me a dollar. Like, I think he's just trying to get some of his dollars back. <laughs> but, um, you know, Arpin got me a car ready in four days. Yeah. And all of a sudden, we're down there, and we're racing. And, you know, for me – I'm not afraid to jump into something and, and fail. You've seen me fail all the way through. We've been racing K&N all the way up. Yeah. Um, but at the end of the day, I just want to see what we can do. I want to have fun. I love driving. And I think that's what's kind of cool coming in. Like, I don't know so much about the sport. Even being involved for, you know, I did a full season, um, you know, did another year of K&N. And, and we've been around. But And I know racing. I know how to drive a car. But, dude, I got a 193-page report on drafting analytics. <laughs> like, it wasn't even like, there's, there's no that? book on tape. I, you get more get, pages than he book. gets. I didn't get that book. Did, no. Yeah. No. What, what made this year the year to do it? Is there anything about the next-gen car that made it more appealing? Uh, you know, Robbie Benton actually reached out last year before the clash. He's like, hey, look, no one's got any experience on these cars. I was, well, I broke my back, unfortunately, right before that. But um, coming out, he goes, you have sequ- sequential shifting. It's like, most of our guys don't have that. Yeah. Um, you know, when I was with... Uh, RAB, Robbie Benton, um, they were like, hey, you didn't know a lot about side drafting and high speeds, but what do you think about running our car in the Clash? And I started thinking about it. I'm like, wow, these guys don't have a lot of experience with these vehicles. Yeah. This will be a good time. And that kind of got the wheels turning for, you know, I never made it to the Daytona 500. This is like this is something before I can even remember remembering, this was an event that was a holiday for our family. I mean, dude, I have – I've requested over 200 tickets. I'm, you know, I had to buy 199 of them. But like, still, <laughs> like this is every long lost friend, relative, um, even just qualifying. I had 380 texts that night Dang. when I got off. Like this is bigger than landing a double backflip at the X Games, and it's not even. It's the first event I've ever gone in that's not about winning for me. Just to be a part of it and to hopefully not wreck anyone's day, and to be able to get in there. I mean, I'm on the last row. But I'm next to seven-time NASCAR Cup champion Jimmy Johnson. I'm like, oh, I'm around some good guys. And I yeah. look up. I'm like, they're all good guys. They're all good yeah. guys. Yes. So <clears throat> you, you said that it's bigger than doing double backflip, which as a spectator, I could argue not. Because I remember being locked into the TV Damn. 2006 watching you do what seemed like impossible. Do you think – do the nerves relate as you're sitting at the top of that ramp there to driver intros, you think, tomorrow? You know, when you're in a car, and, and you guys know as much as anyone, the nerves kind of go away. Having said that, I ran a high heart rate of 182, 
Um, it's up there. With, with an average of, like, when I was in the pack, it was about 165 to 175. No, in, in the truck race last okay. night when we were running. Uh, the duel, I was actually, I was a lot lower because I was just sitting back, and I still managed to yeah. mess it up. And it's funny because outside of the car, everyone's like, well, why do you just drive around it? But inside, I couldn't see the car in front of me, yeah. so I'm trying to slow down. Uh-huh. And right when I realized I needed to do something, I locked it up and just went straight. Yeah. And it just looked like deer in the headlights. And it's hard for me coming into this because most of the NASCAR fans, they know me maybe as motorcycles or stunts. They don't follow rally. They don't know all the car experience, all the time that we've spent together racing and doing stuff like that. Um, so they're like, well, why are you in there? You know, and it was cool coming to Volusia. Uh, I would definitely have a lot to learn there on dirt and the modifieds, but to get a Gator, I felt like I gained the respect of the kind of that community. And then to come here with that and just, like they were replaying, unfortunately, everything that I'm saying, um, which I need to watch what I say. Always, the yeah. mic is always hot, it's my friend. Always, always hot. hot. But the cool part about that is, like, I'm learning as we go, and you know, even crashing out on the duels, just kind of running into the pile in front of me, it was still one of the greatest experiences of my life, getting to run a cup car at Daytona. Like my dad said, I got tenth, uh, um, you know, when Kyle uh, put it, you know, in, destroyed his car. Yeah. Um, you know, we're running. Sixth, seventh, he goes up. I go across the grass, backwards and tenth. I'm like, oh man, I thought we had a top five there. My dad's like, dude, I'd give him my left nut to be able to slide backwards at 180 through <laughs> hey, the infield at Daytona. <laughs> dude, yeah. no, no doubt. So, oh man, I had a thought and I just lost it. I got no, one. I do that all the time. Yeah, I know. yeah. Oh, so is this a one and done type race? You think on the NASCAR side? I tried my hardest to see what it took to be a NASCAR driver. I am not. My skill set is not pavement it's not rear wheel drive to even maybe give a shot at potentially being good enough to make a living in the sport it would be three to five years of every single hour of every day of my life i love my family and i'm like the reason you asked a question earlier why are you doing it now so because we've come off two at the u.s rally championship the nitro rally cross championship um i've had more seat time than i've ever had in my life i got to slide cars at 130 140 miles an hour in gymkhana um we out qualified the world champion um in an all pavement track i'm scott speed as a teammate the last couple years just showing me a little bit of, of how that kind of works and how pavement driving works i will never be a better driver that i am right now with what i want to do as a husband and as a father and as a family man um you know two really big losses in my life uh this year with with ken block and ron meredith Uh, ron ran my race team and he was unfortunately died um on a motorcycle crash and ken block and and, Mm. you know and nothing that's they were really pushed themselves they're outside the normal but i keep saying to my family i'm like oh I'll, i'll i'll be home eventually i just i'm chasing my dream and i realize that there's bigger stuff than this but for me right now with the sponsorships like black rifle and dixon and even just friends at wiener stitzel they're like how much are you short all right we're gonna come and dude my friends i had one of my buddies like he fell asleep fell asleep before the the race finished because (laughs) of all the uh the the yellow flags ended up pissing himself i come in my little motorhome and really tired on the floor tired really tired he had drank too much evidently Uh, water of course and so my friends are having an amazing time my family's having an amazing time and to be a part of this race there's never an opportunity for me to have a better foot forward. Calling Denny and just asking around, and be like, "Hey, what can, what can you do, or what, you know, what's possible?" And when Denny looked me in the eye and he goes, "Look, we can get you a car that's capable of being up there, and I believe that you can be an asset to the Toyotas. I can believe that you can help us win. Whether that's 
Tyler, whether that's Bubba, whether that's Denny, whether that's one of the Toyota boys, or whether that's me, that meant more than anything. Oh, yeah. To be like, hey, we're not just yeah, giving you whatever car we can get and, yeah, bring your money. I, I thought that that was really cool. He's like, man, you run cars sideways all the time. He's like, I, I wouldn't trust you in a mile and a half or in a short track. Like, you're not as good as us at this stuff. Yeah. And I, I know that. But at Daytona, they believe, my team at least, that I'm good enough and have the car control to handle a vehicle to where they can rely on me to push and to be pushed. And this one-off race is my one chance to, to live the American dream and race the great American race. Freaking love that. You've spoken a lot about family, and when you came down to start racing Xfinity cars, you brought your cousin Greg with you, who was a big part of Nitro Circus, and he uh, – He's been on the pit crew side, and he stuck around even after you're gone. And his goal was to carry tires for you. Now, by the time he was ready to go over the wall, you had already kind of departed your NASCAR path, but he stayed on it. Depart- to- that was really nice. I appreciate <laughs> how you boarded that. Yes, but I say all that to say tomorrow in the Daytona 500, your cousin's going to be carrying tires for you. What's that mean? So I'm going to tell you a little bit of a story. So when, when Greg was, was 17 years old, um, was just graduating high school, about to go into college. Um, I was racing Supercross and just got my house. My parents actually moved in with me uh, because we had three mortgages on the first house. They figured they'd rent that out, so I didn't even know where to – like, I didn't know what the next step was. Yeah. Um, but my cousin showed up, Special Greg, at my doorstep, and uh, he had just been thrown out. A very awesome family, very uh, very Christian family. And uh, uh, my aunt, Dawn, had walked in, and his girlfriend – just had his shirt on and nothing. And so she threw him out and uh, he comes to the doorstep. And the first night we watch a movie. Sorry about, sorry, Greg. (laughs) We watch a movie called days of thunder and just randomly. And he watched that. He's like, that is awesome. And now I realize it was in fast motion and everything, but it was was still, it was was awesome. Just watching that first scene when Cole trickle comes down on his motorcycle, gets in and rowdy rowdy's uh, car. Yeah. And, uh, I was like, one day I'm going to race a day. I, I, I you not. I was like, one day I'm going to race a Daytona 500. And he looked and he saw the pit crew. He goes, one day I'm going to be on your pit crew. Dude. Fast forward 10 years. We got a Nitro Circus and everything's going well. I got a chance from Waltrip and, uh, and everybody to, to kind of do that. He shows up with me my first day at uh, Michael Walter Racing. He goes, hey, I'm here to be on the pit crew. And they <laughs> laughed their ass off. And he's like, no, I'm serious. Like, I, I literally, like, I'm just moved in with Matt Crafton too. We all just like moved down in Matt's Dude. house. And, uh, you know, Greg's, uh, Greg's, he's funny, but he's just, if he puts his mind to it, he's like, yeah, of course that's going to happen. And, uh, he walked on three years later when I was already, you know, chewed up and spit out by NASCAR, he had moved his wife down. He started, oh, he had yeah. kids and, yeah. and his goal was to be the best tire carrier out there. And he's uh, now working for Gibbs and, it's Toyota team, so he had to like work his way onto this team. He won the spot, and tomorrow at the Daytona 500, from 15, 20 years ago, him coming over watching Days of Thunder, we're getting to live that dream. Dude. So there's a long story, That's but awesome. uh, it's it's pretty. It for us, it means the world. So Corey good. tries to keep up with him on a mountain bike every now and then. Dude, he smokes it so <laughs> fast on a mountain bike. He told me the story about. It's not even a story. Y'all rode like didn't you guys ride the Rockies? Like on bikes and trailers. So I just finished X Games. So we were doing uh, the rally rally season and X Games and everything. And I was just over my phone. I'm like, I'm leave, leaving it behind. So I call Greg, literally on a Tuesday. I'm like, Hey, I'm gonna ride the um, 
Continental Divide Trail. He's like, how much of it? I'm like, from Canada to Mexico, unsupported. I've never been camping in my life. I was like, what are you doing? He's like, when? I'm like, I, I could leave tonight or tomorrow morning. We went out unsupported from Canada to Mexico, and it snowed all the way through, uh, through Colorado the whole time. And the first night, like, I don't know anything bikes. about Yeah. What do you do, like? Google, what supplies do I bring? No, like, I didn't even you... Google. We didn't even, we just went to like a freaking like CVS. a Bass Pro shop. We're like, uh, what do we need to like camp? So luckily Greg is gone. He's an outdoorsman a little better. So the first night we're in Montana, it's freezing cold. It was nice when we went to sleep and I was tired. So I just put the, you know, whatever the, the tarp is over the top of the tent yeah. that I took me like an hour to put up. <laughs> and uh, the wind blows it off. It starts raining. I lost the, the whole top. I wake Greg up at, Three o'clock in the morning, I was like, I'm going to freeze to death. We don't take off right now. <laughs> we just started riding. Oh, my God. Yeah, it took us 26 days. And this is the guy I'm lining up next to. This crazy son of <laughs> a Tomorrow. It's going to be well, that, brings be up, awesome. that brings up a great point. Being <clears throat> that Corey finished 24th last night and you finished 13th, I didn't know if you had any advice for him. Yeah, so Corey was three in front of me. I, I suggest you're a spotter checks the radar. <laughs> uh, yeah. oh, if he didn't come into pit, he yeah. would have been there. Yeah, appreciate that. Yeah, but, uh, you know. Didn't, didn't bounce our way, but hopefully it bounces our way tomorrow because it's going to be bizarre. And you're no different than – well, you're a lot different than all the other ones. I see your scar in your hand. Your list of so bodily is, injuries is – that's all it goes. It's fused, yeah, it's fused up, so I got a four-point fusion. My dad's fused both ways, and then he has thumb ripped off, so they reattached it. So he has all – so now that we don't do tolls that much, but he used to like – he couldn't – so I still got this motion, which is nice. Wow. I mean, what, MCLs, ACLs back? So no ACL or PCL on this knee. So I've had – um. Uh, three tibia plateau fractures, two tibia, so no cartilage or anything. Uh, I need a new replacement in this one, but I mean, I'm trying to wait like until at least 85. 40. Well, hey. so when I was 10, the doctor said I had the knee of a 40 year old, and my dad's oh, like, boy. "I'm 41. <laughs> like that's I'm that you're fine." Yeah. <laughs> Speaking so, of motocross, like you won Supercross here. That was your first win. What's how does this compare to like Bike Week here? You know, I got these shoes from Bike Week. Actually, uh, the first time I, I met Michael Jordan. Uh, was here. He sponsored Jason Pridmore yep. uh, team. We got to got to run around. I was actually like, well, pretty cool. Those those six, and Evil Knievel. Did you see those six buses getting into three on the backstretch? Those yeah. are all MJ's compound. He's coming out this weekend. Uh, yeah, I haven't been invited over there yet. Me neither. So. Okay, cool. That's, I know where it's at though. We've but I still got my shoes from 2016. <laughs> I haven't got everyone else got new shoes. I was like, I qualified. Does well, that, you're driving for the freaking guy. See if you can get a pair of shoes out. I'm gonna work on it. I will not ask for an autograph. There's no one that holds a more presence than michael jordan and you know talked very briefly coming in here i was really yeah. impressed denny hamlin he's been at every meeting like i know he's got his own everything going on he has been so helpful and so over the top him kurt bush everybody really i mean yeah, yeah. for sure tyler and bubba as well but kurt found out that i was there drove an hour just to come at pit practice and just you know shoot the <laughs> it was cool but um daytona my first win 16 years old means the world to me to be here um that this was daytona obviously from the 500 and everything was always big uh, but daytona was like you're a man if you can win daytona especially when they used yeah. to do it during the day oh, yeah. super hot always longest race of the season sandy sandy just beats you to oh, death yeah. and uh was able to get my first win here i crashed really hard halfway through the race like actually like didn't even remember kind of finishing the next couple laps um <laughs> it, hypothetically it was before we knew what concussions were so it was fine they, they weren't a thing back then no it was it didn't didn't, <laughs> didn't, exist. didn't apply <laughs> Dude, i've already had to do a test for like sliding across the grass at like 10 miles an hour today anyway long story <laughs> long um motorcycles daytona this means the world 
just to be a part of the 500. It's the first race I've ever gone to that qualifying. You know, I almost cried at qualifying because I'm yeah. like, I'm yeah. in. Every other event, I would never even thought about qualifying. And if I didn't win, I'd be really yeah. pissed off. Like my wife actually came down. She's like, I've never seen you happy at a race. I'm like, because until the end of the race, I didn't know if I won or lost. I'm yeah. like, I'm just happy to be here. So yeah. what, what's a win look like tomorrow for you? A win, well, I mean, obviously. Yeah, the, the know, trophy. A, a win's a win. But for me, qualifying for the, not qualifying for the race, but even going through the duels and not crashing out mm-hmm. would have been good. Obviously, having the crash, at least it wasn't my fault. I could have done yeah. a much better job of not locking up. And, but I learned something there. Um, a win is to be on that lead lap to not crash, to cross the checkered flag. Um, if we could be top 20, that would be yeah. absolutely monumental. And that's, you know, there's so many people as you're qualifying, they're like, oh, you're going to win. I'm like, like hold, hold up. Like, there's a lot, there's you guys, a lot of good guys. Yeah. <laughs> every single person in this field is a better driver with these vehicles on pavement than I am. Do I believe I have a great car? Yes, I think I have the best Toyota in the field. I honestly do. And I am so thankful that the 2311 team like when i go out i feel like my toyota sucks in as good or better than any other car when they're saying oh we're two or three tight or we're loose my team has done amazing and toyota a lot of the reason to go there was because they're like we'll give you as much sim time as you want and i understand there's nothing like being in the pack and that kind of stuff but just to know my marks to go out there and you know we missed qualifying uh you know, in front of Jimmy Johnson by point zero 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 whatever thousands of a second, and we were a tenth faster than we needed to be. That tenth came from knowing the marks that I had to hit yeah. on the sim. Yeah, yeah, that's what we actually asked that question. So you answered our question that we asked on the podcast last week: is how much time did you put into qualifying on the sim? And because you can't really race, it's not like I race. You can launch but... and you can shift and do all the things like get up speed lap. <laughs> I, I'm so glad the sim wasn't accurate because I crashed so many times <laughs> in my launch. Um, did you? Luckily, Tyler. So Tyler came out specifically to help me. And he crashed his first three outlaps and just got off. He's like, you know what? Just you do it. it. And I was like, it made me feel slightly better. So sorry, Tyler. I didn't mean to throw you under the bus. But, uh-huh. yeah. So the sim, it's, it's not perfect. But yeah. it is when you get up to speed, it's – and you don't feel the speed. You don't have the adrenaline. But I knew the lines. And I did so many laps. Everyone's like, yeah, most people don't come for restrictor plate races. Like everyone else is, like, tested for the rest of the season. But I'm like, I'm only doing one. Yeah. And I know, like – Everyone's like, oh, cool, after the truck race. Are you going to get back in trucks? No, I'm not good enough on pavement with rear wheel. I know that. I'm not saying, like, hey, I'm the best driver out there, but it's a restrictor plate race. Yeah. I have a great vehicle. I have a great team. And you know what? We're going to get on Jimmy Johnson's rear bumper, and I'm going to pull Connor Daly, who's sitting right over there, and we're going to go as far as we can up the field. Oh, yeah. We got a long way to go, but – even if we get five spots, I'm Love stoked. Oh, <laughs> man. You got a long time to get there. <laughs> you got a long – dude, it's a long freaking race, man. But when you when they announced that you were driving that thing, I was so pumped up. Just to rub fenders with you again, it's been a long time. Been a bet, it's been a decade uh, since we raced together in the K&M Pro Series. But, man, I know people just riding on the golf cart. People are pumped up that you're here. Fans are going to be pumped up to see you race with us this Sunday. But before you go, i got to ask you the same three questions I ask all of our guests. Question number one. All right. If you had to pick one type of – we're going to – the question generally for race car drivers is you have to pick one race car and one racetrack. If you had to pick one vehicle and one course to race at, what are you going with the rest of your life? You don't oh, have to drive anything else, any uh, any track. Can't in my backyard. Oh, <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> like a Maverick? Oh, like, yeah, 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 100%. 
Okay. Next three. Yeah. That those things are nasty for sure. Question number two: What's the most embarrassed you've been, either at a Supercross race or NASCAR race? The most embarrassed you've been, like at a professional event? Um, it, there's been so many embarrassing moments. It's very tough to call, but I'm gonna go with my first ever Supercross. So the week before the first, my first Supercross, like I'm so excited. I'm 16 years old. So much hype coming off X Games and everything. Everyone's half the people are talking crap. The other people are, they either think I'm the worst or the best. But either way, there's a lot of everyone's watching. And I go out in my parade lap and they're like, okay, just check out the track. And I just broke my wrist or the thumb, like that scaphoid. Why we have my wrist fused now? Yeah. I broke it the week before. And I didn't really say anything, but we had a cast. So I had a cast on my left wrist. So I go out and I do a heel clicker and the crowd's standing <laughs> on their feet. And I'm like, yeah. So I skip thinking about anything on the track. And I go and I go up to the finish line jump and I go to do a Superman seat grab. Oh, my God. I had a cast on my wrist and my thumb hits on the inside of the fender and I push it out. And I land one-handed in a Superman off the side and I eat <laughs> crap and launch the motorcycle. It takes out. Like they said, like a $200,000 camera at the time. And the camera guy flies off the side and ends up like he's got a sprained ankle. Like I'm almost like killed the camera guy. The My camera's God. gone. Where was that? Indianapolis, 16 there, years old. Is there Bert. tape on that? Oh, God, yes. <laughs> and I get back up to my bike. My handlebars are bent. My Everything is – I'm screwed. I'm about to start my first ever pro race. My heart rate's already at 200. It's just spiking. The crowd's on their feet. Half of them are laughing. Yeah. Half of them are cheering. And – um I look and I see my two heroes, Roger DeCoster and Jeff Stanton. And Jeff Stanton was Honda, and he was trying to pick me up, and he's giggling. And Roger <laughs> DeCoster was Suzuki, and they, they got me. And Roger just shaking his head like, I can't believe what we just invested in. And that's kind of the story that sums up the rest of my career pretty that's much. That's not like wrecking your bike in your backyard either. Those are like highly maintenance race bikes. Yeah. Thousand people. So with those bent bars <laughs> and that lever that I knocked back straight that had the end broken off, I had been getting really crappy starts. I had so much adrenaline, I got second off that start. We ended up fourth that race. It was all right. That's unbelievable, <laughs> man. And and I, I, I'm going to figure out how to tweak this last question because generally I'm talking to somebody who has a very linear and straightforward <laughs> career, right? Like it's a cup winner who has spent decades to try to get to that person or that place. You have got to the professional level in multi-different multi facets and disciplines, right? Whether it's Nitro or Supercross or NASCAR. The question is, that was nice. You put NASCAR. When did I appreciate? It. I'll, I'll, I mean, you're here with the big dogs right, racing man. the Great American Race. Thanks, sir. Um, when when was a moment in time of when you feel like you had made it? You know, it's interesting because when you're a kid, you everyone dreams of being in. Well, I mean, I only dreamed of being a motocrosser, but like an astronaut or whatever, mm -hmm. a firefighter. And at a certain point in your life, you realize that dream's gone. I'm still that kid. That just reality has never set in, and I keep pinching myself because we're here. Yeah. So what's next? You got the Hoonigan stuff you're doing a lot of. Like, what's the next five years of TP look like? You know like? what was really cool? It was um, the first ever NASCAR race that any member of the, the Block family has ever come to was just they took off school uh, for Kira and Micah um, and Lucy, and she flew out here just to watch qualifying, got the 6 a.m. flight back, kids back in school just to uh, – to kind of support that and i'm there for whatever that the block family needs um obviously you know they kind of sold just that last year um so now like wheel pros and their awesome company and, and everything uh has kind of taken over hoonigan and but they're still looking to run as a business but for me like I, we haven't even talked about anything that might be go forward that way 
yes, I'd love to do Gymkhana. It's so much fun. It's such a great opportunity. I got to shut down my hometown. Like, all the cops that, like, usually you're, like, you know. Talking your way out of a ticket. Yeah. They're shutting down the street so you can go through at 130 miles an hour drifting through your, your, you know, brick area and jump in the harbor. Mm -hmm. And it was awesome. Um, And it, it, you know, then again in Florida, other than the broken back, was great. Uh, but that's that's Lucy's. That's Ken Block's legacy, and and I think he only had me do that for a little bit, so that when his daughter, um, you know, Leah, she's absolutely amazing. When she was fifteen or she's fourteen, she was already racing um, rally. At fifteen, she got a top ten in the U.S. Rally Championship, and she was only in a two-wheel drive vehicle. That'd be like. I mean, it's like what I feel like Parker Kligerman, yeah, or, or maybe it's like Connor Daly, what his vehicle that he's running the Indy Lights the, in a in, no, a, in, in Indy race. <laughs> oh yeah, and Connor's car in the five hundred tomorrow. Uh, he, he he'll be okay. He'll be okay. No, we're we're gonna shake and bake. We're coming all the way up. Well, let man, Travis, I appreciate you coming. on. It's great to see you. Yeah, thank you, um, thank you guys. I'm excited for you tomorrow. Enjoy it. Take it in because it goes by. It's a long freaking day, man. But when they call your name to walk across the stage, it's a pretty special moment. So I hope you take it in. Thank you. I wish you luck. Definitely will. Appreciate you having me on. Yeah, buddy. We're going to get waiting in the wings patiently. Sorry, I talk a lot. You should have gone first. Is none other than my favorite IndyCar driver, Connor Daly. My favorite, too. He's the only one to really know. So... If a wheel hadn't fallen out of the sky, I really – I mean, I had i had like $10. I only usually bet a dollar. I had $10 on Connor winning that year. Dang. Uh, the one he led all them laps? Yeah, he was oh going to win. God, a tire fell out of the sky. Yeah. yeah. Damn it. Tire changers. Well, let's get, let's get him on here and talk a little bit about it. Travis, swap out that headset right. with him. Thank you. I appreciate you so much for jumping on here and staff. This is it. We've got an Amex Platinum Pro on our hands, ladies and gentlemen. We haven't seen anyone relax like this before in the Centurion Lounge. Is he connecting to complimentary Wi-Fi? Oh, my. Look at that. He is. And you will not believe where he's going next. The Amex dedicated card member entrance for the win. Unbelievable. When you get travel perks with Amex Platinum, you're part of the action. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search, match with Indeed. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. So the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com match. Just go to Indeed.com match right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash match. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Second pennies. Corey's advice to everybody on their first cup starts always to not get on TV. But yeah. you two are screwed. That's always, yeah. <laughs> Travis, he's going to be on TV all day no matter what. Um, people are excited to see how he's going to do. You, on the other hand, my friend, I hate to tell you, if you're on TV... Uh, you're probably having a bad day. I hope not, though. <laughs> Welcome to the show. Thank you. That's very Literally. encouraging to uh, hear those nice words that you just said. Uh, we were on TV a lot the other night. <laughs> it didn't look great. <laughs> a lot of memes. 
A lot of yeah. gifs and yeah. memes. Fox Man. Sports put out a real good TikTok with some sound, some uh, what creative I... sounding to the uh, bouncing of the rear let's, end of the car. Let's get that. Let's get this thing out in for you, brother. See, right. Corey had the same problem the year before. I did. Just right? had practice. So yeah, it doesn't drive got... good like that. You no. can't drive a four-tired car with only two tires on the ground. Yeah, and look, again, I've obviously never driven this car here before, so. That's not I'm how just, it's supposed to behave. I'm thinking, well, maybe this is normal, but <laughs> it didn't look like anyone else was not able to see because it was so bouncy. So, um, yeah, it was sweet. But you've had several rounds of practice since then. Several rounds, yeah. How's the, how's the hot rod? How's the wagon, as you call it, today? Leading well, into the Great American Race. I mean, honestly, it drives great, but that might mean it has too much downforce. and It might Maybe. be a little draggy. It uh, feels like we're dragging a little bit of a parachute. But, honestly, I, I just I feel way better than when we first got into it, which is nicer. Like, I feel comfortable enough to where – if we start tomorrow, don't mind that we're, you know, because we're not last. Travis is last. Okay. Um, and so we have some <laughs> cars. <laughs> we have some cars behind us, thankfully. Yeah. Um, but the only thing is, is that I desperately need those cars to continue to remain behind me yeah. as sort of a boost. Well, so, so. so you talk about, right, you, you, you're very familiar with the downforce mm. drag balance, right? You've led many laps to the Indy 500. Uh, you've. How many Indy 500s have you been in? This will be my 10th this year. Holy mackerel, right? Crazy, so, yeah. A seasoned veteran, uh, <laughs> the most American patriot in Thank the IndyCar you. field, representing for the good guys. <laughs> uh, but now you're coming over to – there's a whole fleet full of red-blooded Americans out there. Yeah, so absolutely. how do you feel your chances are? Honestly, I, I, I respect a lot of – most of – actually, everyone in this field. I don't know a lot of them, but yeah. I know some of them, and I respect you a lot. I know that, Corey. Uh, very excited to see your first win in the Cup Series this year at some point. Appreciate um, that. It's uh, honestly, he's just he's just saying that because uh, we've he's I've slept on his couch and he's slept true in the, your garage in my yeah. garage as well. So. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, honestly, man, it's just it's cool. But I I haven't learned as much as I would have liked yet yeah. because no one wants to run with me. And if you would have seen my car at the duel night, I wouldn't have run, wanted to run with me either. Honestly, so I I, I get that. Um, but even just the, the short amount of times that I was able to run with a few folks in the, uh, the first practice session that we had, um, and actually even at the end of the duel, I only got to run with BJ McLeod, but like just doing that, like I learned a lot cause we had kind of sorted out the car towards the end. And then this morning we, we were following some faster cars than let's say my motor vehicle was. Um, and there was a couple laps where we were managing to hang on yep. and I was like, okay, like I, I'm, I understand this a little bit now. Yep. I haven't been out there with 39 other folks yet and, you know, two rows of, of folks next to each other. But, like, you get, a, you get some more options with other guys out there. Well, exactly. So I, I'm just kind of ready to, like, basically get through the first stage, right? Like, that'll be the biggest learning experience for me then. Yeah. And um, I, I know that we have a good car when we're surrounded by others. When we're by ourselves, maybe not as much. And I feel like you understand what that might mean sometimes through years of experience. A absolutely. Yeah. Right. And it's also people getting comfortable with who you are in the car yes, you're driving exactly. as well. And it's also, you're at the mercy of, they just see the number, right? Or the yeah. car is yeah. not familiar. It's not full-time car. And exactly. you're, you're up against that. I wanted you to take a peek behind us right quick because yeah. you are very familiar with what Indianapolis looks like mm. during the month of May. Yes. Right. And then Labor Day weekend or Memorial Day weekend yeah. when it comes down to the show. What, does the vibe in Daytona compare to Indianapolis? You know, that's a great question. I, I I feel like it's very different because 
the Indy 500 is obviously like the single largest attendance sporting event in the world. Like we know there's that vast amount of people, but they don't do as much camping as like we would have here, right? Like the Indy 500, everyone is just there, but like inside the track, the only campers are really just us as drivers. So that means all the people are coming from outside, whereas like so many of these people are already here. They've been here all week. You know what I mean? Yeah. Uh, which is awesome. Now there's camping outside the 500, like in the north, you know, the the, the Coke lot and all that stuff, which is amazing. Um, so to kind of see as densely packed as it is here is really cool. Um, and, and honestly, like the track itself, like when you are out there with other folks, it's fun. It, it, yeah. It's something that, again, I've watched this this race religiously as a fan because I, I love watching it. And I will always text you before it. And I'll always like just I want to see what's going on. I want to see how it was. Um, and and the, the strategy behind the racing, the uh, the 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 art of the runs, the 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 movement of the air is is fascinating for me. And so I, I've enjoyed learning that. And honestly, as long as we can get, you know, all the laps underneath us uh, tomorrow, that'll be a huge, uh, a huge accomplishment for us. And I'll learn whew, a lot. <laughs> oh, you're going to learn a ton over time. Yeah. <laughs> now you had your fair share of problems in qualifying oh, yeah. in the duels. But Corey has also had those same problems, not <laughs> maybe in the same 24 hours, but over his career with the oil oil spillage at New Hampshire <laughs> oh, and, yeah. and the damp the dampers, which the more sports car we get here, they're dampers now, not shocks. Oh, yeah. They're shocks. But um, but what is I know qualifying was different for you, but what does that feel like? Indy car, Indy Indy five hundred qualifying to Daytona five hundred qualifying. Honestly, it, it's different because of th- those four laps at Indy are the hardest laps I've ever done in my life, and and it's it, the car is extremely hard to drive on the absolute edge of extreme pain or success. Yeah, uh, and like honestly. Here, I feel like when you're a single car, it's it's maybe just, well, you're hoping the car was was nice yeah. in the wind tunnel and everything. And mm-hmm. so it's a little bit different, right? Mm-hmm. Like, I, I would never, ever say it's easy, right? But it's just, it's a different style. It's a different style. It's a different requirement. And there's a lot that we can do in our cars, too, like during that qualifying yeah. run. We're adjusting roll bars. We yeah. got we got we can lower the rear out of each corner and then raise it going back into the next one. Like all kinds of stuff that we can do to try to get every tenth of a mile an hour out of it. And we're also doing 240 miles an hour. So like that's a, it's a little bit a slightly higher speed. You're crazy. Um, and, and so now, didn't you have the fastest segment? time? I, we I, did have the fastest entry speed into three. Yeah. Ever. Ever. Yeah. Which was how fast? 243.7. Yeah. <laughs> Did it feel yeah. like different than 220? Uh, yes. <laughs> it feel like warp speed? Yes. Well, every mile an hour every mile an hour above 235, you can feel. Like, it's really? crazy. And and the, the wildest part about that lap, too, is I look back at it now. I was literally sideways out of two, like completely anus backwards out of two. <laughs> But kept in it down because we had a great tailwind and we were flying down into three. And I was like, well, we'll see how this works. But you know how tailwinds work sometimes? Huge understeer into three. And I was like, well, that lap didn't work out. But it was a great speed. Yeah. And it was a great Instagram post. It was fun. Yeah. We had a nice little statistic. Yeah. (laughs) Printable graphics. You know what I mean? (laughs) So I'm going to ask you, uh, I'm going to ask you the same question I asked Travis. What is a win for you tomorrow? Well, he might have a different set of goals than I do, but, uh, if at the end, for some reason, if somehow we both make it to the end and we could somehow end up side by side across the finish line, 
for 19th place. <laughs> that would be an awesome success. Yeah, hell of an Instagram like, I tell post. You what, yeah. If the two of us were somehow side by side and neither of us are on fire, like it'll be awesome. Like that would be that'd be the greatest thing ever. I just get all the experience, do the pit stops. Um, like pit stops, honestly, probably going to be some of the most difficult yeah. ones for me because because you have a pit button. I, I like pit speed limiters. Yeah, we yeah. use the pit oh, speed limiter, yeah. but that's what I worked on a lot this morning in practice was Did pit you? speed breaking in there, was, breaking points. What was hard about it? Well, it's just annoying. Yeah, you just you just have to use your foot, and I feel like are you dragging brake? I wasn't dragging brake. No, brake. well, see, my brake pedal's real soft. Because if not, it'll 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 buck on you. Yeah, but my brake pedal—I don't know. It's too long. I'm not telling you what to do. I'm just telling you what you probably should. No, do. I appreciate. It. I'm going to try that. <laughs> okay. I'm going to try it on the, the pace lap. The brakes yeah. as well. If your brake pedal, we've we've done long. it three times. Yeah, yeah the brakes are pretty long. They haven't come back <laughs> okay. yet, but I hope they end up being there. <laughs> They would be nice to use them at some point, it, but you know it would be. Yeah, yeah but but it, that's that's going to be the the goal is to just get through it all, and you know how hard that is. But like, yeah, I've seen so many of these races where the last ten laps, there's about ten cars that you haven't seen the entire day. Yeah, and you're like, how did they get there? That's usually and me. That's, yeah, <laughs> it's usually it's <laughs> usually you. Yeah, it was always Landon Castle as well. Yeah. Like you'd be like, how did they end up there? And uh, so I want to be one of those guys. Yeah, and you're and you're more than capable of being one of those guys. Well, you, you can you can get the job done. How man. much have you and Travis drafted together? On I, I see you guys are iRacing buddies. Well, and, and you were teammates at Nice. Yes, we were. I did. I won a dollar yeah. from him. Yeah, <laughs> beat him in a truck race. Did you, uh, Vegas? Yeah, Vegas. Yeah. yeah. Uh, sad loss for him, honestly, because he had had some uh, NASCAR experience before. Um, but uh, that was actually one of the most fun weekends I think I've ever done. And we didn't even get to practice. We didn't even do anything. We just went to Vegas, had a great time, and went racing. That's, when he, that's when he base jumped out of the hotel. Well, right? we were going to. We had parachutes. You said we? You were going to do it? Well, I, I don't know. I was not going to do it. I was going to be the guy, like, holding the phone. You know what I mean? <laughs> I definitely wasn't going to jump out of that darn hotel. Did, that didn't was, he not? No, we, we were going to, I think. But, uh, yeah, we – no, <laughs> of course. Not. There were parachutes, and there were men with parachutes that were there. <laughs> but the thing was, at two thirty in the morning, there was one of them police cars right down oh, on the landing no. zone. And I don't know what. I don't know why they were down there. So kind of hard to get away when you're parachuting. Down. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but gonna... we. But back to your original question. Yeah. No, we have not done any eye racing practice. He called me two days ago, or a few days ago. And I was already in Florida because we were testing in Sebring this week in the IndyCar. And he's like, hey, man, I'm jumping on iRacing. You want to jump on with me? I was like, no, nah, I'm, I'm already in Florida. Sorry, man. So he was going to try. We were going to do put in our sim, sim efforts, but it didn't Like everybody out. else and, and sold your rig when COVID was at <laughs> Yeah, yeah, yeah. Exactly. yeah. I don't use that thing anymore. Yeah. Well, I'm a big gamer, though. Oh yeah, yeah, big streamer gamer. We love to get in the uh, get in the octagon on the on the internet there. No doubt. Yeah. No doubt. <laughs> I'm gonna ask you. I'm gonna ask you the same three questions. Hopefully, okay. you prepared some answers. Okay, I did. Not. Um, <laughs> one car, one track the rest of your life. Uh, I want to do the Le Mans 24-hour race. That's that's the – In a prototype? Uh, honestly, I would do it in anything because that's my triple crown, right? No, like no. I, yes, prototype. Yeah, so I want to be in the best prototype, whether it's the – let's say a GM product because we're faithful. Yes. Uh, a GM prototype, that'd be awesome. That'd be the triple crown, Indy 500, Daytona 500, Le Mans 24-hour race. Yes. I feel like that would be cool to do that in, my, in life. Um, so yeah, that's it. Okay. I want to do that. What's the most embarrassed you've ever been at the racetrack? Uh, the duel two nights ago. <laughs> <laughs> you made it. What do you mean? I, it, yeah, <laughs> that was a really bad scene. <laughs> I was like literally the only car just watching everyone drive away from me. I have never felt worse in my entire life. You can honestly. see it on your face. When I you got out. You were like, everything. Yeah, I made it. I, uh, 
I, <laughs> but I didn't know because like I made it and everyone's happy. But I was like, I hate what just happened. Like I love it because it. I was so happy. I was crying on the back straight, but I was also like. Gosh, that didn't look great. <laughs> I mean, like, <laughs> your mom hugged you. Really, your, your mom yeah, was excited. Which, she which hugged is you. cool. Like I know, yeah, happiness. You're just faced. Like, but I'm a competitor, so I'm yeah. like, man, I really looked awful out there. And I found the toxic side of NASCAR Twitter <laughs> yeah. too after that too. And I was like, oh, they're oh, brutal. Oh, it's an awful. There's mean. some awful folks out there that are Dude. just just discovering me for the first time as well. They don't know I have diabetes. I struggle with a lot. You know? <laughs> I'm a human, people. Yeah, I mean, I'm just trying to just live a man here. Like I put a lot of work into this. It's just tough, and and I've I've tried hard, but I, that was pretty embarrassing. They used to have. They a, said, there used to be a page that had a Corey caution. Yes oh, or yeah. no, bro? There was a Twitter page somebody made that said, "Did Corey wreck?" Oh, it was just yes, yes or no. no. Yes, every, every week. week. Yes, 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 no. Yes, no. that's creative. I, yeah. I, I, I don't know you as a wrecker though, so shame on them. You should have been here the first couple of years. Yeah, it was, it well, was tough. True. Yeah, it was tough. So that was probably it. Yeah, <laughs> honestly, <laughs> I, I really do think I felt so sad about what was going on. I could probably well, hey, think of a couple other ones. The weekend's only going to continue to get better, my friend. That's but that's the thing. It's been yeah. so, it's been gloriously better since yeah. then. And, and Sunday, everything happens for a reason. You no know? doubt. Yeah. Right? And you start the weekend down here. It's you make the race before the dawn, as they say. You know <laughs> right. what I mean? The sun is coming up, my friend. The sun's right up there. The yeah. sun is right up. <laughs> it's going to be a day race. <laughs> last last one, and and you have a very. I think your IndyCar career, and my NASCAR career, very similar in a lot of ways. I right? would agree. Yeah. Scratch yeah. claw. Yeah. Not the best opportunities. In and out, trying to get partners. You got bitnow.com mm-hmm. helping you out now. Those guys have continued and, and continued to grow your your opportunities. What was I? Because I can say <clears throat> that I still don't feel like I ever made it because I still feel mm-hmm. like I have a long way to go. And I feel like you feel the same. But yes. is there a moment, whether it was your first 500, what was there a moment like, oh, I've made it to what I've been working for my whole life? <laughs> you know, that's it's a great question because I think. I could go back to my first Indy 500 because, but I was I was 21, and I was still racing full time in Europe, trying to be a Formula One driver. I was like, "Yep, trying to be a Formula One driver." I was a test driver over there. I had like just like we, we were doing well and did the 500, but I didn't really get to appreciate it. I think as much as I could have because literally the next weekend I went back to Europe, and I was like, "And I, okay, all right, that was great. See you guys later." So I think the my first podium in IndyCar was probably like the 2016 my rookie year like when I actually finally got a full-time ride like when I got to be on the podium it was uh Sebastian Bourdais me and Juan Pablo Montoya and I was like well these guys have done a lot in life <laughs> and yeah. like I was 24 or whatever it was and and so that moment I think was something where I was like this is cool like we're we're here now you know what I mean like this is we're, we're now fighting against guys that I've grown up you know watching and 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 um and it's pretty cool Love that. I'm, I, I love that our Stack of Pennies listeners got to know a little bit about Connor Daly. He's Thank one you. of my all-time favorite uh, just dudes in general because we're just – we're in the – we're out in the streets and we're in the trenches trying to make yeah. it. Yeah, that's what we do. That's <laughs> what we do. If you see we somebody grind. bullying him on Twitter, stick up for him. Yeah, He's don't. a man. I mean, I'll get in the weeds on Twitter, honestly. I started responding <laughs> I to it. some of these people. I got real deep in the weeds. <laughs> and don't apparently also NASCAR Twitter likes that, too. So. They do. They'll eat it up. Yeah. But don't give them any, don't give them any ammunition. I don't, don't care. Don't. I'm, I'll feed them. I, they want. Fire I got nothing to lose. I'm in the... The no um, Fs given part of my life, yeah, as that's they right. say. You know what Didn't I mean? I, you, you, so the week earlier this week, you were in Sebring testing yes. the IndyCar. Yeah. Uh, first IndyCar race of the season, Fred Carpenter mm. racing again. Uh, fires off when? Uh, March 5th at uh, St. Petersburg, Florida. 
uh, street race for us. So um, everyone tune in if you don't watch yep. IndyCar racing. Because honestly, if you're a NASCAR fan, you might enjoy some IndyCar racing. I like to watch a bit of both. I watch some uh, Formula One. I watch NASCAR all the time. Yeah. It might be fun for everyone. Who well, knows? it's going to be fun now because you can root for Connor there each and every weekend. Yep. Yeah. Like, now, you yeah. got, now you got a dog in the fight. We got and a dog Connor in the Daly's fight. Connor is your guy because he is a dog. The bitnow.com number 20. That's right. We're 50 here, 20 there. Yeah, that's right. Yep. So uh, to, root for me tomorrow, though. Yes. You don't have to root for him. You can root for me at IndyCar <laughs> yeah. races. And uh, If I see it. Corey at all tomorrow, I'll have a great day. <laughs> it, yeah. It'll be an awesome uh, day. The old Celsius Chevy's going to be in the wind tomorrow. Boys. I can't wait. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> if you're right. in victory lane, I'm going to make my way there as Let's fast as possible. In your fire suit. <laughs> oh, yes. And we're going to kind of have a group hug. I hope so, yeah, and a couple um, beverages of sorts. Oh, several. <laughs> yeah. It's going to be a big, big day for the 65th. Daytona 500, Travis Pastrana, Connor Daly, thank you for jumping on Sack and Pennies. Hope you guys enjoyed it. Get your coffee, sit on the couch, 2.30, Fox. Let's watch the greatest race in the world.